Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to Liberal Women. Making the world the worst. <laughs> yes, welcome. We're so happy you joined us. Or are we? Because I guess we're so unhappy. Um, so this is part two of an episode we were not intending to be a part two, but we just had so many thoughts too and so much. much to say. It's too much to say. So go listen to part one of uh, Single Women Get Married. This conversation started in part because of this rhetoric around like, why don't, why didn't single women go conservative during this midterm elections here that I thought was very funny that happened to coincide with this email that we received um, about how liberal women are just not happy and they are ruining everything. Ruining everything. That is my yes. life goal. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. So let's let's jump in. And this is where they try to include studies to look more credible, which we're going to talk about. But the big red font title reads, A new study proves feminism failed women. Liberal women are more unhappy without men, babies, and marriage. <laughs> For decades now, the feminist agenda has been in full swing in these United States, making strides towards women's equality, independence, personal empowerment, and government support. But are women happier in 2022? The answer for liberal women is a very loud no. <laughs> That's from Wait, a survey of the American family. Yes. Okay. The answers. 
So, okay. All right. Um, there's a lot to talk about here. Uh, again, I, we've talked about women in happiness on this show. We had three Monday minis on it. So you can see those where we we discussed some of these surveys. I have... So the, the links they included, uh, some are more um, concrete, some are more credible than others. I would say... I have a lot of theories for why this could possibly be. Um, and I know you have some, Samantha. Uh-huh. Basically, one of my first thoughts when I heard that, which again, we've had we've had studies that have shown the complete opposite on here, and we've talked about them on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say, like, if that's in any way true, it would be because right now it is it feels like an attack on women and liberalism and democracy. Like, of course, it's hard to report high levels of happiness during a pandemic when Roe v. Wade gets overturned and we have all of these like negative things when it comes to the strides intersectional feminism has made. Like that makes sense to me. I can tell you my happiness has suffered because of it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like it's really funny because the the links that they put on here, and I, I went to look at a couple of them, the way they, they're misreporting the information in itself because you have to take in the big factors. And that's, in fact, I think one of the links is The Guardian. We've used The Guardian, and they are pretty reliable in the way they report. But we know why they use The Guardian, and we know what The Guardian was trying to say because we talked about it before. But the fact is they, they are taking numbers and saying, see, see, when in actuality, like you said, the circumstances right now are most likely making liberal women who believe in bodily autonomy, um, mm-hmm. equal pay, uh, racial mm-hmm. justice, are not happy with what is happening right now. And we've not talked too much about Christian nationalism outside of talking about QAnon and then the red pill and all of that. But we don't love our government. Even with it turning blue-ish, we don't love mm-hmm. what they are doing because they are too moderate for those who would truly consider themselves liberal. And when I say too right. moderate, they're playing a game in order to try to take the high road. And I, again, there's so many things to talk about that. I'm I'm putting myself out there and people are like, oh my God, you are so left-leaning. It's to the point of like, as a social worker, what I've seen in the system that I've worked in the government, what I see is nothing is able to happen because no one is making any changes outside of those to the extreme far right, especially in the state of Georgia. Not everywhere. Again, the media likes to play up both ends. But like Mm -hmm. what I'm saying to that, what I see as that person sitting here, as the fact that I worked at the government for the state of Georgia, and as our current uh, governor, he is very far right. And he's still considered moderate by most because he's not completely Trump. Um, But what he has taken is really extreme measures to not help our children. That's what I've seen. So Mm -hmm. all these things like, we don't love the government even if they are the ones we voted for. They are not who we Mm -hmm. truly wanted. And so therefore, yeah, I think for the most part, we are really honest and like, they're not doing what they promised they were going to do and or mm-hmm. they're not able to, that's a whole different conversation uh, because of all the roadblocks. So a liberal woman who truly is seeking liberal gains as in true rights to what we see as being equal uh, to the rest of the people. So no, we've not been happy probably the last hundreds of years. Were we more happier when Roe v. Wade did come into effect? Absolutely, celebrated that. Were we happier when uh, queer rights actually happened and gay marriage was actually uh, noticed? Yes, and recognized by the country? Yes, we celebrated the (laughs) hell out of that. But that's all Mm -hmm. turning back. 
especially yeah. since 2016. So we're a little mm-hmm. concerned and unhappy. We're also the same ones who are probably like, yes, we need to be in quarantine. Yes, we need to mask mm-hmm. up. No, we're not happy about it. We are probably all like have acknowledged and actual diagnosed mental health stuff because we go to therapy. And so therefore, mm-hmm. we are unhappy about this situation. But we mm-hmm. acknowledge because these things are happening and they have not been handled. Like... I know that's personal, and I'm going on a rant, Mm -hmm. but by God, (laughs) for the love of Jesus, you are correct when we are honest in our opinions. Yeah, and I think that's a key point. I think both, as you said, context is missing from these numbers, if they're even, like, accurate, and who did they ask, and yeah, there's important context missing. I think that liberal women, and this, this could be a generalization that I've experienced, are more likely to be honest and to report those kinds of things. Um, but also, and this is a much bigger topic, it's a very controversial topic, we've been talking about doing this episode forever, but I do think that not a lot of conservative women who really buy in to the conservative rhetoric of, you know, women in marriage and all that stuff, um, I think that they're less likely to admit that they're, you know, being a mother is hard and it's not right. always perfect or easy or like I think they're less likely to say that. (laughs) Right. And let's be honest and I I saw an amazing TikTok the other day because you know TikTok apparently a world of TikTok. That's my world. That's where I get my information. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, But no like I've seen so much content and we're actually looking up and researching about Christian nationalism and what it's doing to Mm -hmm. women um, and why there's concerns and and understanding uh, what is happening especially to that group of people and and I you and I have do, two different backgrounds because though you did come from a very small town uh your mother and father did not entrench you to the level of Christianity that a lot of other uh, people around you, as you talked about even um have gone through and myself in t- being told as women we are always being told this anyway, but mm-hmm. in general to not show when you're unhappy, to put on that happy face, to be demure, to be kind, to be grateful, and never Mm -hmm. uh, come outside of that. So there's this whole level when it comes to women in families, in conservative families, in churches, uh, specific to things that would be uh, in in alignment with Christian nationalism, are told to step back and that they will suffer if they're mm-hmm. too honest, uh, being that you need to show your gratefulness. And if you tr- mm. dare to show the truth and take down that mask, you are sinning against God and your husband. So there are so yeah. many things to this level and this rhetoric that is so dangerous in itself because mm-hmm. that's also why the statistics are higher when it comes to domestic violence uh, for those in what would be like Western religion. And mm-hmm. we see that. And we also see that like in religion in general, when it's specifically made up by the patriarch and it is to hold up a patriarch, that it is women who suffer for it and told not to complain and that it is sin to do so. So there's so mm-hmm. many levels to this conversation. One of the most liberating things that I had when I went, turned away, I guess, or walked away from religion, um, organized religion, was understanding that the faults they told me I had and all the things that were wrong with me were not anything wrong with me. It just was how I was created. And if this God that they talked about was so loving and kind and the creator— Mm -hmm. then I should embrace who I am as long as it is, you know, not harming other people. 
as in like, this was my survival tactics. This was who I was born to be. I was mm-hmm. like abandoned left and right, abused left and right. And my strength, my independence, my uh, ability to survive and, and finally come to the point that I can recognize myself was what made me who I am and how I survived all those years. And then you're telling me that can't be you anymore. You have to let that go and become a whole different person for you to have value in a system. Mm-hmm. And so many women in that culture, that's what they learn. That's what they're mm-hmm. told. And that's what they find their value. And to turn your back to that is, is just literally spitting in the face of who you should be. So you're being ungrateful and, and, and like mm-hmm. you are a traitor to that lifestyle. Yeah. So there's so much to this that I'm like, you are forgetting. And again, I also want to come back to this point because I'm getting real serious. I know. <laughs> That his whole beef is not about people being single. His whole beef is that they're (laughs) liberal. But they have Mm -hmm. to tie that in together because none of this is talking about being single. None of the articles that he sent us is talking about single, except for the connected life via marriage. Mm -hmm. Most of it is about being liberal. So... To yep. that point, I'm like, so what singleness has to have to do with any of this shit, <laughs> other than they are in controlled by family or that traditional lifestyle and being told, if you had these things, you would better understand why we're trying to control you more. Right, right. And we do have episodes coming out on <laughs> long planned on religious trauma. They are coming, we promise. Um, because like, to be clear, you know, religion has helped people. Motherhood's not all bad. These are things, these are the messages he's saying, though. Like, in this email, yeah. the implications of what he is saying um, is just so problematic <laughs> in a lot of ways. This episode is brought to you by Snagajob. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring 
like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Okay, I, I want to continue. Uh, so this, this person runs a pro-patriot, pro-masculine, pro-Christian group and dares to ask the question, why? And then there's some numbers that are given about uh, women getting married later than ever, uh, unmarried women. And here's a quote. As it turns out, when you turn against God's plan, you become unhappy. On the contrary, when you embrace God's plan, the plan of traditional family and children, both men and women are happier on the whole. <laughs> I, you know, which is funny to me because, once again, if you stick by Paul, Paul says don't get married. His whole <laughs> shtick was if you are literally horny, then get married because how you don't sin. But outside of that, they bring you down. His whole spiel is this, which is why he remained unmarried, but with some young boys. Take that for what it mm-hmm. is. But like <laughs> he had this whole thing and we know the majority of the New Testament, which is what is a big conversation here, is literally saying, don't get married. <laughs> I love that you just well actually disguise. <laughs> but like, what's so funny is because if you see the Gospels, which is talking about Mark, Luke, uh, John, uh, Matthew, which by the way, only one of them, I believe, was the disciple. Mm-hmm. John, who his whole message, John's whole damn message is about love. If you want to go through his like entire thing is you cannot love. If you don't love, you're not of God. Like that's exactly what his whole spiel was. But the other Gospels are literally saying this is the church, uh, the Father, the church, and the Holy Ghost, which is the bride, the husband, and the father. Like, that's the analogy that it comes to, supposedly. I think the translations have been ripped through a lot, and there's a lot of conversations about this. Uh, we know within that world, which I'm not going to get into, and people are going to yell at me. Um, but all of that to say is, sure, that's exactly that level of trust. Like the you, the Father and the uh, it's the guide you and the church is the one that follows Jesus. So that's how it's supposed to make up the uh, the marriage world, that mm-hmm. type of level. Which, by the way, if we want to talk about it, Jesus was very humble and didn't do anything to actually hurt the wife or the church. So, you know, that's on the husband who beats them and cheats on them and or, you know, does all these abusive things. Uh, Jesus did not do that. Just yeah, as a reminder. No. Um, and also did not <laughs> command. He never once commanded that you have to do this. Is that if you mm-hmm. love a person, then you should do this. Again, whatever. That's a whole different level. Um, <laughs> but the fact is, when it came down to Paul's teaching, which is the rest of the uh, New Testament outside of Revelation and all that, um, it was he was actually not, he didn't think marriage was great. As in fact, he kind of made fun of Peter, who was married, <laughs> and thought oh he was my. lesser. What? That's a whole different conversation. Wow. Um, I'm sure people are going to yeah. be at me like, that's not true. It's true. Uh, they hated <laughs> each other. He tried to kill them until he converted. Oh my just as a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
It's been a long time since I read the Bible, so. I I remember all these things. But all of this, again, comes back to, like, this whole level of, like, this is God's intended purpose. Not not really. I mean, in the Old Testament, that happened, and they had multiple wives, and then they also killed their wives, and also Mm -hmm. they trapped them into marriage by raping them. So, that happened in the Old Testament. Sure. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Wow. Man. Really, really well, actually, this guy. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> our religious drama episodes are going to be intense. Oh, uh, I have a lot of thoughts. Oh gosh. Yes. Well, I love it. Um, <laughs> and then, so the email continues, and it has a quote from this survey they got from AEI. Which is a conservative survey, by the way. It's a, yes, a conservative, yeah. Um, And it says, you know, conservatives, uh, Americans who embrace family first values and virtues that steer them towards wedlock marriage have happier, more fulfilling lives. Um, And this is especially true for conservative women, this claims. Um, And here's a quote from the this survey that they cited. The problem facing liberals, then, is that too many of them have embraced the false narrative that the path to happiness runs counter to marriage and family life, not towards it. They think independence, freedom, and work will make them happy, which is why significant portions of the popular media are filled these days with these stories celebrating divorce and singleness. How dare you? (laughs) I know. The secret to happiness for most men and women involves marriage and a life based around the family. Hmm. <laughs> I love that he I know you skipped this part but like I love that he brings out an article from Bloomberg uh, mm-hmm. and he's like in reality married mothers are richer than the single women Like, so there's money talked about in here I'm like I don't think you yes. know what that means yeah yeah and I there's so much in here that I'm oh, like oh yeah Oh, boy, we could really pick this apart. Um, I really do want to do, lo- like, a tag by tag. Like, let's, let's talk about this because, wow. Yeah. And we are. I'm I just going the- in, like, in frantic <laughs> mode. Like, what is wrong with this dude? <laughs> this is an email we received, just to reiterate. Um, I love that they think independence, freedom, and work will make them happy. <laughs> I'm like, you obviously have not talked to one liberal person because they will tell you, no, we're trying for a four-day work week. Mm-hmm. We would rather not work. We would, Or if we're working, we want to do something that we love, and that's hard to find yeah. because there's so many little mm-hmm. opportunities for women, and that's why we're unhappy with our job. Yeah, which we talked about kind of that issue uh, before about women going to the office and then you're still facing, like, all of the sexism. It's not like it went away right. and we could go to work. And that, like, you know, that first wave of feminism was really revolving around getting women, white women specifically, equal pay. And we still don't have that. So, of course, like, we're still frustrated. Right. And we still don't have equity when it comes to getting any type of rights in general. And they're still being uh, discriminated against for wanting children in the first place. Which, by the way, that puts a roadblock in wanting children. Bro? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So much, so much stuff. And then it continues. This guy, who is a student of history, says the downfall of our happiness began when the communist platform of Karl Marx and the feminist revolution started attacking traditional family and capitalism. Oh, gosh. Here's a quote. From, from him directly, the specter of communism in all of its forms always seeks to disrupt the nuclear family. This holds true from the Communist Manifesto to the 13 Principles of Black Lives Matter, which both blatantly seek to disrupt and abolish the Western-prescribed nuclear family. What's the first step? Destroy the head of the nuclear family, the husband and father. Why are men so fragile? 
<laughs> this does feel pretty male Wait, for the what? fragility. Oh, <laughs> poor man. Mm-hmm. And of course, the term Western prescribed, we know what that yes. is. Again, hello, yes. white supremacy, we're here. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. <laughs> Yes, and he goes on. Karl Marx hated the traditional family, writing proudly, abolition of the family. On what foundation is the present family, the bourgeoisie family, based? On capital, on private gain. In its completely developed form, this family exists only among the bourgeoisie. This bourgeoisie family will vanish as a matter of course when its complement vanishes, and both will vanish with the vanishing of capital. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It's kind of like a... Huh. Oh, and speaking of, oh my gosh. Does he, like, that's just, just that word private gain. I'm like, is that offensive to you? That like, you don't like being told that, yeah, you're doing this for your own gain? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, doesn't like it. I love this part. Um, he quotes the 45 goals of communism as written into the congressional record of 1963, and he includes three bullet points. Discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity. And easy divorce. (laughs) Emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of parents. (laughs) Attribute prejudices, mental blocks, and a word I'm not going to say of children to suppressive influence of parents. So it's like blaming the parents, I guess, and women. I I mean, it's not said, but implied women be promiscuous and they can get divorced now. Right. Also, (laughs) this is obviously that last, uh, the attributes, prejudice, and mental blocks. This is about a critical race theory like that's his, which mm-hmm. that is not introduced you set up a b- in high school middle schools <laughs> elementary schools so that is not a thing this is why texas still thinks that they can never mind <laughs> i'm gonna stop sorry texas we love you <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but i was told well, by that- a person growing up they're like we didn't have american history we only had texas history i've been i've heard that too she Let's actually texas, told me right in yeah she was, yeah. came in she was like oh, i didn't know like when we were in college talking about any other things uh i don't think it was anything big like i'm trying to think of like black wall street i learned about it in college but it was like a very blip i don't think we, that was even the conversation like things like that we didn't even talk about tuskegee nothing it was something like yeah this is the united states and this is what happened she was like oh i don't know that because <laughs> they didn't <laughs> teach us anything out of texas history Y'all, those who are in Texas, is that still a thing? Y'all who grew up in Texas, is that still a thing or are they doing American history? But she was very baffled. Yeah. Yeah, please write in. Please write in. Um, There's certainly like a lot of ableism going on here too. Obviously. Obviously. Um, And I love it. It feels very defensive. Again, it feels very much like they're blaming the parents. The parents. This episode is brought to you by Snagajob. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer... Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com. 
where America goes to hire. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And then to wrap up. At the end is this, like, list of questions we could, <laughs> you know we could ask. For this credit, <laughs> it's kind of nice to see. Like, all right, you help do the work. This makes it easy, which is what he knows. Okay, yes. All right, so here are, here's what he knows. Um, <laughs> we could ask, how did the modern welfare state marginalize men and make single motherhood attractive? How has the feminist movement made promises it could never keep? How has vilifying men and babies impacted our world? Why are conservative women in traditional marriages on average happier? What does masculinity have to do with solving this problem? What fallout has the absence of fathers created in our society? Why is the black community a model that the Democrat Party would like to repeat with all people groups? Why are traditional gender roles and traditional marriage so outrageous? To the left, what is a man's role in resolving this societal problem? His penis? <laughs> I know. I mean, we're making fun. This is all so offensive, but it's all so like, oh, silly. Like, <laughs> Thank you for this email, dude, because now I know not only are you a misogynist, uh, mm-hmm. not only are you sexist, you are absolutely racist yep. and ableist. <laughs> so everything about yep. you, which by the way, this dude got like a really serious injury. So bro... Mm-hmm. You should understand about disabilities just a little bit, but you can't stop yeah. yourself. And that's why you sell yourself as an ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, I almost thought this was a joke when I got this email. Yeah. I was like, surely not. The vilifying babies, that is. I mean, some babies are evil. <sighs> <laughs> That's what horror movies tell me. <laughs> That's what I see. But no, like, I honestly, as one of those who actually worked to try to, what he would say, save a traditional family, because I worked in suburban areas, small rural uh, Georgia areas, which is predominantly made up of literally, like, low-income white families. And those are the families that mm-hmm. I worked with. And I'm telling you what, I got some really fun, amazing reactions uh, from them. 
I was trying to save them. I was trying to sure do help them. I will say that. But you know what? They have no help from those who seek to tell them that they need to do better and also who seek to tell them that it's not their fault. It's obviously the Black community who is becoming the role model of the Democratic Party, which, man, I really wish. If we could follow suit to all the Black women who have created such an amazing route and path for us, that would be phenomenal. That's part of the problem. We're not actually following that model. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like That's why I'm unhappy. Like I said, we have a lot of reason to be unhappy. I think he's missing that point. That's like one of the key points. <laughs> yeah. I also love that he's talking about all these things that have been literal roadblocks that the Republican Party uses and or the mm-hmm. the conservative party, the, the family's first uh, party, um, as they would like to think themselves because they don't really care about other families, just their family. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, they are the reason <laughs> why these mm-hmm. roadblocks are happening. <laughs> The movement made promises it could never keep because you're roadblocking everything. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And it's also one of those things where clearly, like, as a white man, I'm sure you felt very happy and comfortable. Like, and surely everyone, everyone in my life, this is their best time, right, too. And if it's not, it's because of feminism or the black community or like whatever it is. Um, He's just very clearly focused on himself and his own worldviews and has not even thought to think beyond that. Yes. Again, also they're so out of touch that they sent us a request. Yes. That's how little they're aware of their surroundings and how little they care about who they're talking to. Mm -hmm. I thought about that too. I was like, this is, you're kind of by sending this to us, you're proving (laughs) exactly what we're talking (laughs) about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, sure. These ladies, they'd love to talk about, they'd love to talk to me about this. (laughs) Yeah. Essentially, Mm. like, oh, women, mom. Yeah. Got them. They're in our uh, groups. Let's do this. Yeah. The lack of self-awareness. Whew, I love it. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, we could, like you said, we could pick apart every line of this. We won't. <laughs> but, Today. I mean, like, again, we, we, I know, we've talked about this before, but just to, like, wrap up, this is really funny. And it's fun to imagine, like, you or I have so much power, feminism has so much power that he's like, it's ruining society. We're trying, bro. We're trying. You're giving us so much credit. I know. You're giving us so much credit, to be honest. Like, we've done a lot. Um, (laughs) But it's always funny to hear these where I'm like, that's going to be the sound You're ruining Disney or whatever. The conservatives (laughs) are going to take, like, we're trying to ruin society. They're going to take this and run with it. Uh, I can't wait. But also, yeah. Mm -hmm. And also coming back to that part of our conversations, we're not ragging on motherhood or or family life because that's beautiful. When it's done correctly and when you are happy Mm -hmm. and it is all equal, it is a gorgeous Mm -hmm. thing to see. And that's what you love. If you love being a stay-at-home mom, taking care of your house and having this agreement that you have fully communicated, wonderful. Mm -hmm. That I am so excited for that. But that's the whole point is that we want to be able to have the choice to live the life that we choose. Yes. Point blank. Exactly. And having Mm -hmm. the freedom to do so and being happy to do so without harming others. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, this was quite a funny thing to pick through, but it is still very frightening and toxic that people believe this. Yeah. So, (laughs) I hope you had a good laugh, like I said at the top, but it's like infuriating 
and funny. <laughs> Cringe pause. Funny? Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. I had to read it like three times before I was like, oh my gosh, I guess this is real. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, listeners, if you have any thoughts about this, um, I'm sure that you do. Please let us know. You can email us at stephaniemomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stephanevertoldyou. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. You're the best. And Joey, if this goes on TikTok, you are also the best. Thank you for doing this. Yes. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Whenever Told You production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.